Hello and welcome to Captivate Insider. This is episode number 13. I hope you are keeping well and safe and having a good week and that you are smashing through all of your podcast goals. My name's Gary, I'm the head of design here at Captivate, and each week I take you behind the scenes, grab one of our team members and chat to them about what we're working on, some features and some tips and tricks along the way. This week for episode 13, I've got nobody from the team to talk to, uh, so it's a solo one for me. I'm going to talk about designing for podcast users here at Captivate. So I haven't done a design-specific one as yet here on Captivate Insider. I've always tried to grab one of the team because it's important to you know highlight and spotlight the 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 amazing team that we have here and i think i came close to it um when i chatted to pierre last week around design and dev working closely together and that was a really good uh, a really good chat on you know whether we're working through features in planning and actually you know designing and building the stuff here at captivate that was a really good insight from from the pair of us but i've not actually spoken about my role specifically at captivate and and the stuff that I do and the considerations and, you know, planning and designing and, you know, the, the meat and taters of the stuff uh, that we go through here at Captivate. So it's going to be just me. I'm not, it's not going to be a very long episode. I'm not going to keep you too long. So first up, design here at Captivate. Uh, we're, we're a lean team here at Captivate. We don't have a, a huge, vast, you know, um, head office building somewhere that's got hundreds of people uh, working on stuff. We are, we're a we're a distributed team and we do work very closely. We do have meetups and stuff, but generally speaking, uh, we work remotely and we do that. We've got that down to a, a really good workflow now and communication and so on. So as the designer here at Captivate, as head of design, it's my job to wear a few hats, essentially. So obviously, as you would expect, actually doing some design work. You know, that's uh, that's the my sort of bread and butter, if you like, here at Captivate, where... um when we're working on features it's my job to do some ux research and then what you know work out how that's going to fit into our wider feature set and fits into captivates bigger picture and so on and then diving into our design tools and actually wireframing and working up how that stuff's going to going to ultimately look Uh, and then working with the devs alongside that obviously and when they work on their side of things and they actually start building it and we get it into the browser then it's you know around testing and making sure it feels the way that we want it to. So I, I can only get so far with my designs, et cetera, in terms of how we want it to look. And I've got some tools where I can work up prototypes and stuff, and I can get most of the way there with how we want it to feel. But ultimately, it's down to the devs to to get that working and get it into the browser, and we can see how it feels as well as it looks and so on. So that's like the the, the bulk of my stuff. And then the other the other things that I do is sort of strategy and talking with our talking with our um MD and and you know Mark and Kieran around some bigger picture things like okay where do we want to focus our efforts for Captivate this year I mean those guys handle that ultimately and you know they do the bulk of the work but because they're very cool and you know very inclusive with how they run Captivate um you know they bring us in and you know get our input on stuff so there's also a little bit of uh, communication around you know where do we want to focus our efforts where do we want to to push captivate for this year and beyond and 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 so on so that's really good to talk about strategy and you know how we how we do that and that branches out into into lots of things so that might be marketing it might be um social media engagement it might be um, user acquisition it, you know all sorts of things and it's very interesting it's very good so uh, and then another hat that I wear is uh, communication for you guys so running this podcast captivate insider and working with 
with marketing and so on. So um, we've got some projects coming up in the year that's required a look outside of our user dashboard and look at our wider comms and how we present ourselves on the website, etc. So there's that stuff to to look at as well. So there's various hats and anyone that's worked in a startup before or a SaaS based uh, company where you have a lean team and you want to, you don't just want to spend all of your, all of your, you know, all of your um, investment, et cetera, on, on the team, you want to keep it lean, then you'll know what I mean. You know, you have to wear a few hats now and then, you know, in order to, uh, to get the company rocking, rocking and rolling and moving forward. So design specifically, everything you, you would have heard on this podcast before. And when I've chatted to uh, our team members before, especially where it concerns anything to do with user interaction, everything is it always happens from a user perspective. So we're very, very user centric here at Captivate where it concerns design and development and testing and pretty much everything. And that's a really big part of my remit is to make sure that everything that we do, we are considering what our users either want or need or both. And that's a really big key part of it. So it it doesn't matter if, if the feature is a big old, big beast of a thing like the new dashboard or Amy, our dynamic content engine, or if it's a small thing like um, our 404 pages or, um, you know, a small component within a dashboard and so on. It doesn't matter the size of the feature or the project we're working on. Everything has to come from, okay, let's get into this mindset of what what do our users need from this? What do they need to accomplish? What do they need to, what do they need to have that, that says to them, okay, this is uber clear and easy to use. I know exactly what, how this feature is going to work. I know exactly how to use it. And then once it's been used, it's like, right, okay, I know that that's been successfully accomplished and I'm on to my next task or my next thing as a user. So that's the, that's the sort of basic mindset that we try to get into. And there's, there are times where we're, we're working through things, features with, between designers and devs, or we don't have, you know, sort of, um, uh, sort of project owners as such. We all sort of, you know, manage that stuff as a team, but you know, if somebody is sort of, um, taking charge of a project if they're the lead so to speak for a while um you know we need to make sure that you know those conversations always circle back to that mindset so there are times where you know we're talking about things and we might drift on drift into an area of like yeah it would be cool to do this you know we should do that and then once you've spoken about it for a while you think actually what we're talking about does that does that benefit our user probably not so let's circle back. Let's go back around the block and let's revisit that and, and do a bit of a do-over. Or it could be a good example. And I'm guilty of this sometimes. It's a good example that happened on something that we're working on uh, at the moment. Last week, we were talking through a feature and we had, you know, I put my case forward. You know, I think, you know, it should be, it should look like this. It should look like that. And one of our devs was like, actually, mm, I don't think so because we need to account for, you know, this user's needs for that and, and et cetera. And we had a bit of a to and throw and, you know, somebody else jumped in and was like, actually, look, let's slow down. Let's back up, you know, think about our users, you know, based on that, this version is the clear winner. So there are times and I'm guilty of it where I get carried away every now and then and I want something to look amazing and stuff like that. And you really have to sort of take a step back and and do that. So the point I'm making here is that everything that we do is is always user centric. And that's so important for design specifically here at Captivate. Where it concerns designing for podcasters specifically, 
that's um that's an interesting subject that we often talk about here at Captivate, and that is, you know, where do we want to focus our efforts for this particular thing or this feature? And a lot of the times it's um we have to consider what type of podcast are we going for as well, because Captivate's not one of you know, we're not one of these hosts that will just we're essentially just a glorified hosting service where you just pop your MP3 and we try and we try and cater for every single type of podcaster in the world. You know, we don't cast the net far and wide. Every decision we make about features and our roadmap and so on is very, you know, there's a lot of intent there to try and really help serious independent uh, podcasters, content creators. And so that makes our life a, a little bit easier because there are some hosts out there that, they they just want everybody on board. And while that's all cool and everything, and in the, the problem that we see with that is when you get everybody on board and every type of person on board, and that's typically because you've given away something for free. So if there's a free podcasting plan somewhere or you know something like that, that's normally a very enticing thing, especially for new podcasters where it's like, oh, you know, we can jump on and we can do all of our stuff. You know, it won't cost us anything. But typically what you find is because you've attracted everybody, you then have to offer everything to everyone. And then your, your service offering and your, you know, your UX and UI is just bloated, you know, considerably because, you know, you've attracted everybody. You need to cater to the beginners, to the, to the serious independents, and then to the, you know, the big networks and, you know, that sort of thing. So at Captivate, we really, you know, we really try and help the the serious podcasters, you know, the people that are that have been podcasting for a while and they've got really good, you know, download numbers. And no, don't get me wrong, absolutely welcome all, you know, welcome the beginners, welcome all to the the, the newbies to podcasting. Jump on, and we will help you get up to that level. You know, we'll, we've got all the tools there available to you to grow your podcast literally from zero up and where you know to where you want it to be. But certainly speaking from a, a, a general direction, I guess, it's for the serious podcaster where you've got reasonable download numbers, you've got good good listenership, but you want to take it that to the next level. You've been podcasting for a while, you've got good numbers, but now you're thinking, actually, I want this podcast to start paying for itself. So how do we get you to start monetizing your show? How do we get your how do we look at your growth and be like, right, okay, you need to, you know, let's get you up to a certain point. Now you can start thinking about right, I want to look at sponsorships or ads, you know, using Amy and things like that and start to, you know, once you start making some money from your podcast, that then covers the cost of your hosting and covers the cost of bits of marketing and equipment, etc. So that direction for us is, 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 it actually helps us quite a lot because when we design for podcasters, it's like, okay, we're not designing for, you know, a, a bajillion different type of podcasters here. You know, we're designing for, not not 100% specifically but generally speaking the serious indie and that, that that helps me as a designer as well because when we're having our discussions around you know what should this feature do and how should it look we can kind of steer that a little bit it's like okay we certainly don't want this to be designed for sort of serious software users but at the same time we don't want it to be a dumbed down sort of you know an extremely easy thousand step you know tutorial on how to do this basic thing you know we can sort of target target that a little bit so one of the things that's been very cool actually you know regardless of the podcast the podcast and what level they're at one of the things that's been very cool for me personally as a designer at captivate is the feedback we get especially on our dashboard 
So on our Facebook groups and people that just get in touch generally, we have a, a constant, regular, uh, good amount of feedback uh, on how easy, uh, how user-friendly and how easy the dashboard is to use. And when we pop a new feature in, you know, people aren't looking around trying to search for things for ages. You know, it's all it's all done in a way that, and that, that's a big team effort, that it's, everything's done in a way where it's very functional, but, you know, people can, can get in and do what they want uh, without being too bogged down with sort of podcast terminology and all of that stuff. And at the same time, you know, the serious indies and the more professional podcasters and the big networks, they can jump in and know exactly what they need to do in a few seconds. So, um, you know, that, that's been a very cool thing for me personally as a designer, but also from the team as a team effort. We, we regularly get very good feedback on the usability of, of the dashboard and so on. Which leads me on to another part of the design process, I guess, and the design consideration, I guess, is the accessibility and usability side of the um of 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 the website and the dashboard and so on. And that going back to what I was saying earlier about being functional first and thinking about users, but then making sure it looks good, etc. There is an element as well to make sure that for people that um have maybe got some sort of um site impediment or you know something else that enables them to not use a keyboard and mouse in their everyday life you know they need to be able to navigate around the website and the dashboard and so we take into thing take things into consideration like um you know color contrast and values and make sure that we don't fail on accessibility and throughout the dash and uh and the website and making sure that you know screen readers can get through the websites you know as they need to and also We've done a, a big chunk of work when we launched our new podcast uh, player uh, last year that had a lot of accessibility research and implementation into that as well. So, yeah, we're not perfect on that stuff, but we certainly try to make sure that that's another element that gets included. And that's another hat that I have to wear as well, going back to wearing hats and et cetera. You know, that's one of those things. So, yeah, it's very involved, that part of it, where we're where we're looking at accessibility and usability and and that stuff for our users. As a podcaster myself, that was one of the thing one of the key things that uh, I really wanted to bring to Captivate. So before I joined, um, Mark and Kieran and the rest of the team uh, obviously did a fantastic job with uh, Captivate in general, and you know the you know, the dashboard that was in place at the time and some bits that they had in place and whatnot, the website. But I really wanted to make sure that as a designer, I wasn't just designing for the sake of design. And what I mean by that is if if you've ever worked with designers in the past or you've spoken to designers, they often they often fall into two buckets. And sometimes it's a bit of a generalization, but sometimes you have two buckets where in one bucket you have the designer that's very um, I want everything to look amazing. And there's nothing wrong with that, but you know, I want everything to look amazing. Uh, you know pixel perfect and and everything's great and what you generally find is that's unfortunately uh junior designers that have not had the leadership to bring them to the point where you're looking at things from a bigger picture point if you like the people in the other bucket so the people in the other type of designer that you generally find is they're like almost the opposite where everything has to be working functionally so don't want to get too philosophical, but design in general is problem solving, right? That's a, that's the big distinction, generally speaking, between design and art. So art is expressionism and you know expressing 
you know, someone's feelings and stuff and, you know, how, you know, how they want their, their work to be, to be perceived from, you know, an emotional perspective, whereas design is more about problem solving and in functionality and, you know, enabling users to, to accomplish something. Sometimes the, you know, the, the designers in, in bucket number one have kind of skipped over that, you know, and they're consumed and they're, they're worried about how it looks all the time. And, you know, they haven't, you know, they haven't wireframed or they haven't looked at the, looked at the bigger picture, etc. So you have the designers in bucket two, which generally speaking are like design leads, senior designers, heads of that kind of thing, where hopefully over the years of, of experience and etc., they've got to that point where it's almost like on autopilot, like before they've even started pushing pixels around in something like Figma, they've sketched stuff out, they've wireframed, they've done all of their you know, research, analysis, user, you know, all of that stuff is already taken place. And once they've got that foundation, then they start to think, okay, uh, how do we want this to look? So we want, we know how we want it to, how it to function and what we want users to be able to accomplish. Now, how do we want it to look? And that's either a, a bespoke thing, or if there's a design system in place, you know, you start to build up your, your, your design that way. So for me, at this point, I really wanted to make sure that all of that stuff that I'd learned over the years of, of being a designer, and I've been a designer for, I don't know, about 15, 16 years now, I guess. And I wanted to bring all of that stuff and experience into Captivate because there's no way that, you know, we would, we would accomplish the, 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 the great feedback and the, and, and the, just the great feeling that we have from our users. If we just had a design, Mark wouldn't, Mark and Kieran wouldn't have hired somebody like that anyway at this level but you know it would have been it would have done captivate a disservice if we just had somebody who was just making things look pretty but not really sort of you know hitting the hitting the mark with with functionality and so on so for me i really wanted to bring that into captivate so the the benefit of being a podcaster and working as a designer at captivate is obviously you know i can i can i can put my head into that into that mode i can say right taking a step back for a second I'm not looking at this as a UI designer employed um, by Captivate as this. I'm looking at this as a podcast user that's logging into the dashboard and needs to accomplish this thing. So as a podcaster and a user. And like I said, all roads lead back to being user-centric and so on. So as, as, the, uh, as the sole designer um, here at Captivate, that's very much my, um, my remit and my... And my my direction, my job, etc. And there's a few other things also that we get involved in. So um, if we're not working on a specific feature or for the dashboard, for example, we might be doing um, like an upcoming live stream reveal on YouTube. So we need some assets for, for YouTube. We need some assets for assets for social media. We need some some bits and bobs that we can market this thing. And, and uh, you know, and that's where um, sort of various different things come into play. So generally speaking for our dashboard, et cetera, there that's based 99% of that is based on a design system, which I put together shortly after joining Captivate. And, uh, that's a whole nother, <laughs> a whole nother episode on another podcast about design systems, but essentially design systems are where it's like a, it's like a style guide, but times a thousand, if you like, it's, um, it's a style guide that gives all of your the rest of the team access to all of the to- your design tokens, so all your color values, font information, and styles, and 
how form, you know, it's like that, but it's how it all fits together is the, is the key part there is, you know, if we're building up a page within a dashboard, how, you know, we need to be able to drop a form into that page, for example, and know that it all slots together nicely and all of our different states and everything, you know, and that's, that's all built up within a design system. So part of, part of my uh, job is to manage that and to improve that and to, uh, and to do that stuff. So design system work as well, a little bit of, uh, or quite a lot of work on that. And that's like an organic thing as well, our design system at Captivate. That's uh, an ongoing thing. So every time that we improve things or change things, or if we're working on a feature that requires something brand new, a new component or something like that, I will add that stuff to the design system so that in the future, when we come around to using similar bits or similar functionality, I can grab that and know that it's going to slot into our design and our UI nicely. And that, all, all that's going to work. And then um, some the other side of the coin if you like so i've spoken quite a bit about ui the other side of the coin is the ux side of things so these two things bit of a cliche but you know ui and ux they go hand in hand and you know sometimes you have dedicated ux designers and you have dedicated ui designers and you know that's all good depending on how your company does that and the company size etc but captivate we kind of treat them as, as one thing you know there's not a um you know there's not a chunk of there's not a chunk of time that's that's dedicated to one or the other they you know unless you were in the sort of the research phase of a feature then that's primarily ux um but you know generally speaking uh, we we treat them as sort of equal equal pegging so the, the ux side of things is really is really important it's a good you know it's a it's a great way to almost validate you know what your final ui is going to look like and how it's going to look and feel and so on so the UX side of things is really important. That involves things like user research. So at Captivate in the past, with some of our bigger features, we've drafted in um, some volunteers who are our, our users, you know, and we'll sit down and we'll demo uh, sort of a rough version of this feature and get their thoughts and, and feedback and, and, and go from there. And then other times it might just be a case of, you know, looking at um, some um, what other players are doing in there in, in the space and, uh, certainly not copying anyone but you know just seeing what the what the what the um the landscape is for a you know a certain feature and so on and you know because i think it's important that sometimes you know to not reinvent the wheel every time you know sometimes there's expected behavior for things and you know so there's no right or wrong for that stuff but it all feeds into that ux research and then that then powers you know how we think about you know this how how that thing's going to look and you know we start wireframing that out and so on so I think from a workflow perspective and from a, and from a, um, you know, what my day to day is and, you know, I mentioned earlier what my bread and butter is and so on. That's kind of, that's kind of what, you know, takes up my time here at Captivate. And it really, it, it all leads back to designing for podcast users. As I said, right at the beginning, all roads lead back to that. And I think that's so important. So, so some advice, I guess, for, um, for anyone that's listening that is a designer, especially in the podcast industry, but, you know, in any in any type of industry, I guess, especially junior designers who are sort of coming up and, you know, you're, you're starting to build up your experience and so on. I think the best, the best, the best thing that I found for me that works, especially here at Captivate is, um, first of all, uh, communicate with everybody, communicate with everybody as much as you can. Um, you know, we have one thing that we absolutely don't do at Captivate is is bugger off and work in a silo somewhere, and then come back two weeks later with this tada moment. 
because that's <laughs> I, I've been in companies before that do that, and you know I know a few designers that like to do that. But essentially, you're just really setting yourself up for a bit of a fail, unless of course you've been extremely lucky and that you've managed to design somewhere in a black hole the exact thing that that you know your boss was looking for or your client was looking for and you've presented it and they're like absolutely 100% perfect brilliant you know that's like one in a million um sort of situation so communicate all the time everywhere so involve everybody and that's something that I'm working on myself a lot and I continuously do that so there are times where you know I'll go off for a couple of days and I'll and I'll you know work stuff up and I'll be like right actually I haven't spoken to anyone for a, for a day or two on this let's you know get some more feedback let's review so you need to make a sort of conscious decision to do that really communicate with everybody all the time and bring people into your designs and just invite feedback invite constructive criticism and just that's so useful uh, and then the other bit of advice would be to um you know the very point of this episode and the title of this episode is put yourself into the user's in the user's mindset and that's um that's something that's so important. So it doesn't have to be, like I said, the podcast industry specifically, whatever industry you're in, just make sure that you're planting yourself firmly into your user's shoes. And sometimes it's not easy to do. Sometimes you do get you do get a little bit of a tunnel vision, I guess, with certain things. You're, you're concentrating so hard on one thing and you really want that thing to, you know, to, to function as good as it can and to look as good as it can be. And then, you you know, you sometimes, you know, you discount the most important part of it. So it's definitely something you have to sort of rewind and, and take a step back. So I think I've waffled on for long enough. That's, you know, that's design stuff here at Captivate and how we design for users. So I hope you found that a wee bit interesting. Next week, I will be back to uh, to grabbing a team member uh, from from uh, from our team and we'll we'll chat through some through some features and stuff or, you know, something that, that someone's working on. But that essentially is going to do it for episode 13. And that was designing for podcast users here at Captivate. Thank you, thank you for coming back and listening to another episode of Captivate Insider. That was episode 13. And I've waffled on lots around some of the design principles and directions and responsibilities that I have here at Captivate. And uh, yeah, it's been really good actually to um, to reflect on, the, you know, the things that I do here at Captivate and, you know, since I've been here and, and, uh, and the features uh, that I've worked on and so on. It's been good to... Um, to chat to myself essentially <laughs> in front of a microphone and let you guys hear uh, and a peek behind the curtain on some of the design stuff that we're working on next week as I said I will drag one of our other team members and we'll be back to um, to talking to those guys about features and, and tips for podcasts and with Captivate and so on to make sure you're following the podcast in your fave app and you won't miss a show when it lands every Wednesday until next week for episode 14 I'll be back chatting to another member of the team. Please have a good one, stay safe, and happy podcasting.